Hey, Rich Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. You're in church. There's a form of godliness, but there's no power in your life. I'm telling you tonight, you're going to get some power. We're getting ready to run some demons out of here. Somebody shout, the devil is defeated. defeated. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk to you heart to heart tonight. Thank you, musicians. We give honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. We give honor to this very fine man of God. Longevity means everything. Him and his beautiful wife, Lethe, has been faithful, loyal, and committed to the things of God for, I don't know how long now, 40 plus years since you got saved. I'm not talking about how long you've been saved now. You was, you was, you was what, five when you got saved, right? <laughs> and if anybody has Pastor Mike Neville's signature, it's your pastor, Omar Lopez. When you've seen the son, you have seen the father. And the power of duplication to see what God is doing in his life in this day and time. It's amazing how God can take rejects, the most likely to succeed, <laughs> and raise them up for such a time as this. God takes the foolish things to confound the wise things of men. Y'all looking at me crazy. I'm just your brother. Nothing special about me at all. I'm just like you, just flesh and blood. Depending on the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me in everything I do. Hallelujah. Nothing sensational about me. Hallelujah. But I love the Lord with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, with all my strength. I'm so happy to be in a place in my life where I can appreciate the grace of God on a whole nother level. Mm, so good to know Jesus. So good to walk in the spirit. And I thank God for this church. This, my God, I think it was 35 years. Has it been here that long, Pastor? 35 years. First time I did revival. 32 years ago was the first time I came to Paramount, California and did revival. I had a jerry curl back then. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now I got another kind of glow. But we've been connected for over 30 plus years. Dennis Dobb and his beautiful wife Betty, we go back that long. I remember, you, you guys don't know this, but Dennis used to play the bass just, just in case. He was the bass player here, hallelujah. Can you still play a little bit, Dennis? I remember staying in your home, and, 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 and it's still in my heart. If, if ever I need a gun, I just come see Dennis. That man got more guns in a little bit. If anybody fool with me, I got a friend. I got a brother, Dennis Dobb. 
I mean, he showed me a 44 Magnum metal plate or nickel plated and every other kind of plated and submachine guns and everything else. Hallelujah. That's my man right there. And I'm so excited to have one of our dear friends, Sister Vicki, in the house. And this is my wife's mother in the Lord. And she's an amazing woman. She is an amazing elder in the Lord. She sends out all kinds of devotionals to all over the country to people and just ministers to people. Got to have her working in the twilight. <laughs> she, she, she's, she's the real twilight zone. She, she don't get started till 12 midnight. Hallelujah. But she's interceding, she's praying, and she's giving out. And then I have my goddaughter in the house. Hallelujah. Yes, man. How are you, sweetheart? Good to see you. Amen. And then I have my beautiful daughter here tonight with me, Rachel. Come on, give God a hand clap. So we got an amen corner. And then I must give honor to the wind beneath my wings, my beautiful wife, Jackie. And God has blessed me. You, you, you know, there's a saying that I have that goes like this, redemption is sweet. And without fail, you shall recover it all. And everything that the devil meant for bad, God turned it around and worked for our good. And I'm telling you, God, God is a God of restoration. Can you say amen? He will bring you out of the darkest places of your life. And that's what he did for me. And I was in a situation, I was in total, total, total uh, darkness in terms of where I was going. Total obscurity, didn't know what was happening. But thank God for a relationship. <laughs> that when you're weak, he'll make you strong. And when you have a prayer closet, tell your neighbor you need a prayer closet. The Bible says when you pray in secret, God will reward you openly. And I begin to pray. God began to restore me. God began to renew my mind. God began to, be, God began to give me breakthrough. And then the Bible says that God will give you the desires of your heart. When you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. And that's what he did. He gave me this beautiful woman here. And I'm so happy to be married to my beautiful wife for a year now, Jackie Danridge. Can somebody say amen? So we salute all of you. We salute all you fine elders, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of long on the preliminaries because I don't have a long message. Hallelujah. But the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit what to share with you tonight. And one of the things he told me is that God is about to restore the broken spirit. Somebody say the broken spirit. And so he told me, I want you to minister on being broken to and of course we know what broken means. It means to be at a state where you've been defeated, depleted, uh, you're, you're crushed, you've lost everything, you've lost your mind, you've lost momentum in life, and, and you're in the place where, where the Bible says that is the best, best place for you to be at, in a place of brokenness. Somebody say, in a place of brokenness. Turn your Bibles to Psalms chapter number uh, 51, familiar scripture with some of us. And verse number 17, we won't do a whole lot of reading. And it says, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken, a contrite heart. These God will not despise. Can somebody say amen? In other words, what God does now, he, he, he brings us to a point where no longer is it the way you clap. It's not the way you sing, not the way you dance. It's not the way you serve. Sometimes we get so caught up in church works 
that we forget about the grace of God and the mercy of God and just how much God loves us to the point he looks beyond our faults and he sees our needs and God knows what we need out of our brokenness when we've been crushed hallelujah when you come to the point in your life where you begin to understand like the apostle Paul says when I'm weak I realize I'm strong so most gladly I'll take pleasure in my infirmities an infirmity is a mental physical financial physical weakness and when you understand the grace of God that it's sufficient enough to keep you in your darkest hour you begin to understand the praises of God and out of the broken spirit the Bible says that David was in a place where you know where David was he was in a place of sin and he tried to cover sin and, and David moved in a place of total confidence in himself and sometimes when you're in a place when you're confident of yourself and of your abilities and, and of who you think you are your charisma you got the fact that God is about to take you to a place of brokenness and thank God for the mercy of God and thank God for the grace of God and thank God for understanding that God will take you to a place where you are stripped of your uh, abilities mm. say this with me not by might nor by power but by my spirit say the Lord and when you understand that the sacrifices of God is out of brokenness hallelujah I love to see a grown man cry Sometimes we're so full of pride and arrogance. The Bible says that these things the Lord hate. He didn't say I hate the homosexual. He didn't say I hate the lesbian. He didn't say I hate the fornicator. He didn't say I hate those that are sinning. He says I hate those that are full of pride, full of arrogance. And we live in a world where people are puffed up with knowledge. We've got technology. We've increased with knowledge. And the Bible says in the last days, we will increase with knowledge, but we become weaker. Weaker to the point where we're insensitive to one another's needs. Now we can't even discern what somebody's going through because all we can do is think about ourselves. And so the Bible says in the last days, men will become lovers of themselves. So we become so puffed up now we have split loyalties in the body of Christ we have people that have hidden agendas if you will they're not really here to edify they're not really here to exhort or bring comfort to one they're here because they have their own agenda they have their own brand hallelujah everybody's pushing their brand it's Monica Ministries, it's Tony's ministry, it's everybody else's ministry. No, you got to go to a place of understanding. It's never been about you, never will be about you. And David had to come to a place of understanding, hallelujah, that is not for your namesake, it's for his namesake. I said it's for his namesake. Everything we do is for his namesake. Everything we do in word or deed, we do it all for the glory of God. And if you came here for any other reason, you came for the wrong reason. And that's why many people are sick and discouraged. Because when you come to a place of understanding that you can't do this thing by yourself. That's why he said it's not by works that you say. gift that God has given you and I believe with all of my heart the people of God should shout the loudest sing the loudest worship deeper this understanding that if we just do 
A, B, and C, D will follow. Don't work like that in the kingdom of God. Your ways are not his ways. I said, your ways are not his ways. Your thoughts are not his thoughts. As high as the heavens are from the earth, so are his ways from your ways and his thoughts from your thoughts. And that's why God says, I'll take you out of a broken place to get glory out of your life. So Proverbs says that it is the spirit of a man that sustains him. It is the spirit of a man that keeps him. But a broken spirit, who can bear it? In other words, sometimes when you're on the mountaintop, mm, it feels like, my God, I can go through this sickness. I can go through this financial situation. But when you get to a place of being broken, the only one that can keep you is the Lord Jesus Christ. I said, the only one that can help you is the Lord Jesus Christ. The only one that can bring you out, look at your neighbor and say, is the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so I see it in the church. Tell your Bible, Luke chapter number 22. I see in the church a people that hasn't been converted yet you're around signs and wonders and miracles you're in the church but you're still holding on to those same old lifestyles you're still cussing you're still tipping you're still slipping say Jesus prayed for me because Jesus knows me he knows my name he knows my name why are we hiding why are we trying to prove to people that we're so safe David came to the place he said oh God I'm the king of, of Judah but let me tell you something I, I, you, you can take this kingdom you can take my money you can take my car you can take my house you can take everything but oh please don't take your spirit from me take everything but don't me God I, I need your spirit in you I move and you I live and you I have my existence I can't do absolutely nothing without you please don't take your spirit from me so in Luke we see a character by the name of Peter go with me to verse number 31 of Luke chapter 22 watch this and the Lord says, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may shift you. Now, that's a violent process. The devil wants to tear your high knee up. Let me see the hands of you. 
that's been in some spiritual warfare tonight and the enemy has tried everything in his power to stop you to block you to hinder you if you haven't been in spiritual warfare something's wrong with you because every blood washed spirit filled believer my god we are in spiritual battles until Jesus comes back you got to put on the whole armor of God we wrestle not against flesh and blood but there's some spirits and some principalities and some demons that's always opposing you Christianity is not about being cute it's not about your hair it's not about your makeup it's not about your style it's not about your swag it's about you understanding who you are in God and that you're a threat to the kingdom of the devil and the devil's trying everything in his power to stop you but somebody lift your hands and say I'm still here my God I'm still here I'm still standing and the test is simply this you're not standing by yourself when you understand that God begins to take over and begins to push you to the next level because you endured hard times like a good soldier you begin to appreciate the fact that Jesus Christ is in control of my life tell your neighbor Jesus is in control Satan desires to have you he wants to shield you oh I feel an anointing on this right here he wants to tear you apart but Jesus says, I got a good word for you, Peter. Watch this. But I have prayed for you that your faith, can your faith stand trial? That your faith fail not. That you never get to the place where you stop trusting God. Everybody walks out on you. Do you trust God? When you have no money in your bank account, do you trust God? When social media, oh, Instagram, Snapchat, every other chat is chatting about you. Can you still trust God? And not lose your faith when they persecute you and, and reject you and you feel like you're on an island by yourself do you still have faith that the same God that saved you is the same God that's gonna keep you and the same God that keeps you is the same God that's gonna bring you out of every situation I need to preach to somebody that understands I got a God hallelujah now I got a God hallelujah he walks with me and he talks with me and he leads me through the valley and the shadow of death I don't fear no evil. I take authority over every demon. Sometimes demons come to church and they want to try to contain you. Can't no devil contain us. And when you guys discern a religious demon, run them out of here. Because you always got folk that come to church and they want to be deeper than you. What does that mean? You be deeper me or smarter than me or more intelligent than me you're my brother you're my sister your success is my success your victory is my victory we're one in the body of Christ what does it matter to you if I'm down your spiritual lift me up the devil wants to tear you apart I prayed for you if you hadn't said he prayed for me There's no spiritual song that says somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind. They took the time to pray for me. I'm 
so glad I've come to a place in my life where I recognize I'm not standing by myself, but I got more with me than those that are against me. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't worry about your haters. They're going to hate anyway. What do you say? You have to stay broken before the Lord. I'm so glad that I've been stripped. And all over this country, all over the world preaching, but it means absolutely nothing. What matters to me is coming before God in a broken spirit, in a contrite heart. Every day I'm dependent upon him. I need God like I need water. I'm so hungry and thirsty for the righteousness of God. Lift your hands and say, I'm not satisfied. You to the next level, never being satisfied. Since when do we get so professional with this thing? Since when do we get to the point where we think we've got enough? You don't have enough. You need more. Hallelujah. You need more of God today than you did two, three, four, five, ten years ago. As a matter of fact, i got news for you. The longer you've been saved, the more you need them. And so Satan wants to tear you apart. Jesus said, I prayed for you. Hallelujah. And when you are converted, somebody say lifestyle. relationship it's about a lifestyle where you spend time with him from the young to the old to the middle it's that simple it is not complicated how do you get to know your mothers and your fathers it's because you spend time with them how do you get to know your sisters and brothers because you spend time with them how do you know the presence of God because you spend time in his presence you don't need Greek or Hebrew you know how much time you spend with him you know he's calling you to spend time with him you know he's pulling on you but you refuse to do it and because you refuse to spend time with him now you don't know him 
first as many shall say Lord Lord shall not enter in because he gave you the time to tap into an intimate personal private relationship with them and you didn't take the time to do it you just waited for church on Sunday Those that have been converted, they come from a broken place. When Peter found himself in that situation to be cut across the field, the Bible says after that third time he denied, he broke. says he put that clay on the wheel and he began to do a work again let me tell you something God can't do a work of conversion in your life until you've been crushed until you've been broken God wants to refashion you and reform you and renew you but you got to come to a place of understanding like David said my God I can't praise you until I'm broken I can't sing until I'm broken I can't worship you until I'm broken but if I'm crushed God out of the depths of my brokenness now comes a perfect praise my God you haven't praised God enough until you come out of the depths of your brokenness somebody shout yes Peter's out of place now he's all alone he's denied Christ but thank God Peter had a promise. And that promise is, Peter, I prayed for you. And not only did I pray for you, Peter, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. I've given you some principles that after you've been converted, you're going to be able to bring revival. You're going to be able to strengthen the brethren. My God, I need to preach to somebody that understands because out of my brokenness now, I can help somebody. Out of my experience, uh, I can help somebody because I know what it is to be in a dry place. Uh, I know what it is when I lost my praise and lost my joy and lost my peace, but thank God I got it back. Hallelujah. And how did I get it back? I got it back because I had a word from the Lord. Tell your neighbor, do you have a word from the Lord? Uh, you've got to understand when you have a word from the Lord, uh, the word that God has for you is going to bring you through your dry seasons uh, the word that God has for you is not going to return to him void uh, but everything he promised you uh, he's going to bring it to pass uh, and every deception that the enemy is trying to bring your way uh, and tell you tonight that God's not going to use you I want everybody to understand under the sound of my voice uh, that God's about to use this generation like never before uh, the first shall be last uh, and the last shall my God uh, who am I preaching to that understands Stands. I'd rather be broken in the Lord so that God can elevate me to a place where he gets all of the glory. Shout hallelujah. All of the 
the glory belongs to God. So God says, listen, Peter, here's the key to recovery. Are you ready? Real simple. If my people, number one, who are called by my name, you got to know who you are. You got to know that you're a child of God. Thank God for this great church. But God doesn't have Pastor Omar here to build a building. He, he's not here to equip a building. He's here to equip you to be the man and, and the woman of God that he's called you to be. Talk to me and say amen. And so he wants you to know who you are. You're not just a member of Reach Fellowship. You're a child of God first and foremost. You're part of the body of Christ. And let me tell you something about the body of Christ. The body of Christ is not in survival. The body of Christ is in revival. You cannot have Christ in you and be in survival. I said you can't have Christ in you and be in survival. I said you wake up in revival. You go to bed in revival. Lift your hands and say, I live in revival. Because Christ is on the end. My God, I wish I was in a Pentecostal church. Somebody throw your wig off. Do something and shout hallelujah. simple he says Peter here's a key you gotta decrease so I can increase get yourself move yourself out of way it's not about your doctrine it's not about your masters it's not about your PhD it's not about your mm, importance it's all about me you just humble yourself under the mighty hand of God after you suffered a while Ooh, that's when God begins to establish if you've never been through anything let me put it here this way if you've never been sick how would you know him to be a healer I remember being in a broken place when I had COVID I was in the hospital for three days <laughs> had the ventilator and all that other kind of stuff and it seemed like I couldn't call 911, couldn't call nobody, just there by myself. But thank God I can call on Jesus. Thank God I still have a relationship with the Holy Spirit who told me, don't, don't you take that plasma stuff, don't you do all that kind of stuff. He said, get you some vitamin C. It took him a whole day just to get me some vitamin C. Are you with me? Other folks stayed in there, but I knew he was my healer. Jehovah Rapha, the God that lives. And in three days I came out that he wanted me to experience that he's still a healer. Come on, somebody. Yeah, I went to the doctor, but let me tell you something. Who brought you out of it? Somebody say, Jesus brought me out of it. And so in the process of time, when you go through some stuff, That's when God begins to say, listen, now I can use you to strengthen somebody because you know it's not something you read from a book. Tell your neighbor, experience means everything. Sometimes it's where you come from that helps somebody. How can I tell you? I just use you as an illustration. 
God can deliver you from alcohol. And I've never been alcohol. And sometimes that's how it is. We get these whitewashed, Bible-told people that's never been through anything. Right? But they're going to try to tell you how to get through it. But then here comes somebody that's been through they have neology I said they come out of some stuff and you know when they speak you know because you've been through the same stuff and that man speaks to you and there's an anointing on what he's saying to you now because of the anointing that yoke of alcoholism is broken come on somebody because out of this the yokes are destroyed I wish I was in a shout hallelujah thank you Jesus praise the Lord sir Clap your hands, wave your hands, jump for joy. Holy Spirit. And so Peter, here's Peter, the most likely to succeed. He was a knucklehead. Peter, cuss you out, chop your ear out, like some of you brothers here. I, I mean, just ready to fight. Y'all still got friends that fly free. God says, Peter, if you apply these principles, you're going to be able to help somebody. And so in Acts chapter number 2, verse number 14, who is the man that brings revival? Peter. Out of all the things that were going on, God says, Peter, you're going to preach the first message of Pentecost. And when you preach that message, over 3,000 people are going to get saved. My God. Lift your hands and say, I want that to happen in my life. I want God to use me, my God, like he's never used me. I want God to, mm, I feel an anointing on that right there. And the Bible says when Peter stood up and the folks were mocking and the people were talking about everything that was going on on the day of Pentecost, Peter stood up and he says, listen, this is that that was spoken. Brokenness comes of this is that that was spoken. Nobody can take that from you. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can block you because you got a word on the inside of your spirit. And out of that place of brokenness, now there's an anointing on. I need to preach to somebody that understands God's word will not return unto him void. It's never been about your feelings, never been about your emotions, but it's always been about God's word. And I got good news for your reach fellowship that you got a word from the Lord. And God is telling you out of the brokenness, out of the situation that you come out of God's gonna get a greater glory out of your life and God's going to take you to a place that you've never been before I need to preach to somebody that will say out of my brokenness I'm going to a whole nother level and so you've got to see this from the reality of your heart and so God is stirring some things in the body of Christ and God is now looking for somebody that would appreciate the fact that God I've been crushed by you I've been broken by you David said it was you that broke my bones. Uh, David said it was you that took me through this challenge. Uh, but I want you to understand uh, that God already knows the end of the story. Uh, he is the author and the finisher of your faith. Uh, he knows you're going in and he knows you're coming out. Uh, tell your neighbor God knows I'm coming out. Uh, I'm in a broken place right now. Uh, but I'm coming out. Uh, and when I come out this time, uh, I'm coming out with a greater praise. Uh, and when I come out this time, uh, I'm coming out with my hands lifted higher. Uh, 
when I come out this time, I'm coming out with a new song. And when I come out this time, everything that the devil stole from me, I'm going to get it back. I'm going to get back my joy. I'm going to get back my marriage. I'm going to get back my children. I'm going to get back everything that the devil promised me. He promised me everything that God promised me. And God promised me that he would never leave me, nor will he forsake me. If I make my bed in hell, God is there. If I send to the other parts of the earth, lift your hands and say, God is there. And in my brokenness, God is there. And God, I know I'm not trying to hide anything. It's me, oh God. I'm standing in the need of prayer. It's not my mother. It's not my father. It's not my sister. It's not my brother. I can care less what people think about me. I need you now. And I need you like I've never needed you before. Can you shout, yeah? Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.